Oops. Hi there. How you doing, man? Thanks for like 83k. And we are hot on the trail of Trump, Yvonne Schittler going to fucking jail. 42 minutes ago. Gene Carroll defeats Trump. Good. Slams him. So, yeah, shout out to KAMP Student Radio at the University, Red Redstone, and KPYT, Pasquayaki, Travel Radio. So, folks, what I have for you in this one is pretty special, and it's special for a couple big reasons. On the surface, and then also when you look beneath the hood, it gets even crazier, and in a good way. Because Jean Carroll just scored a massive victory nah. over old Donnie in her defamation case. And as a result, Trump has not only instantly lost millions of dollars, and we'll get into that, but she has a major piece of leverage she never had before. And it's all because of things happening beyond that case. It's very weird, right? There hasn't actually been any new developments, any new pieces of evidence, any new witnesses in that case. But what's been happening is that the way Donald Trump and his movement have been behaving in the Alvin Bragg case, in the DA case, about the hush money in the last couple days, has led directly to the judge ruling against Trump in this other case. And we're going to get to that because it is one of the biggest, most expensive losses Trump ever took. And the man is already hurting for money, at least in a personal sense. And again, this is connected, guys, to the fact that Donald Trump wants to make a spectacle out of everything. He wants to encourage violence and also make a spectacle of his legal challenges. And the judge is sick and tired of that BS. Let's watch this to set, set, a, you know, set the stage for this spectacle. Could illustrate to us or just retell what kind of magical thinking are we talking about in Trump world as it pertains to this indictment? Yeah, there's a, a couple things here. One is um, uh, we, we've talked to several people who have spoken to um, the former president who say he is um, he's become fixated on an idea of a perp walk. This is the tradition that uh, detectives and and, uh, and 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 police reporters in New York City are, are uh, very familiar with of uh, the newly arrested being walked past a, a gaggle of reporters and news cameras. Um, and 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 Trump has been kind of captivated by this idea, talking to people about, um, you know, if he's going to have a perp walk and, and whether he would uh, smile for the cameras, how that kind of thing might, uh, uh, you know, play with the American public. You know, has left several people thinking that um, that he sees this as a as, as, as kind of a fun thing to do uh, and certainly an opportunity here uh, for to, to make a political statement. What he's sort of thinking here is um, that, uh, you know, anything to project strength and confidence. He doesn't want to be seen as, as slinking away in shame uh, if he's arrested. Uh, but the truth is, he probably most likely will not have a perp walk. That sort of thing will be, uh, if he is arrested, uh, uh, that sort of thing will be negotiated by law enforcement and Secret video, Service, man. who will most likely want to avoid um, a, a, a massive scene. And the forever. other kind of wild thing here is, is that he's been launched a very big pressure campaign. You showed some of those uh, um, really over-the-top uh, uh, campaign requests and contribution I think he's requests. A flight risk. He's gone on a, a, on, a, on a tirade attacking the Manhattan DA and Trump, some Trump aides have convinced themselves and, and Wait, hold on, this says, NYT there is no indication authorities would parade 
Trump if charged in front of camera? Spoken to the former president Come on, about this, man. that, we that wanna, pressure we campaign see this. may actually be having the supporters an effect, need to and see that the Manhattan it. DA may walk away from an indictment, may decide not to uh, indict the former president because of uh, of the of the pressure campaign Trump is is winning. We've seen this before. The Trump White House had convinced. Goes to jail forever. I said Diaper Don supporters need to see him parade in front of a fucking camera in handcuffs before he goes to jail forever. Diaper Don's. themselves that a, uh, a Democratic House run by Nancy Pelosi uh, might not indict him, that they, they thought at the time that they had turned some Democratic votes and that vote would go down. Uh, we know that didn't happen the first time uh, or the second time. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, un it's unlikely that he's, uh, his pressure campaign is having any effect on the Manhattan District Attorney's Office now either. Yeah, my, my head is spinning by all, with all the things you just said, Michael. <laughs> I mean, I know Trump is embracing certain aspects of this. But what he's sort of thinking here is um, that, uh, you know, anything to project strength and confidence. He doesn't want to be seen as, as slinking away in shame uh, if he's arrested. Uh, but the truth is he probably most likely will not have a perp walk. That sort of thing will be uh, if he is arrested, uh, uh, that sort of thing will be negotiated by law enforcement and Secret Service who will most likely want to avoid um, a, a massive scene. And the other kind of wild thing here is, is that he's been launched a very big pressure campaign. You showed some of those uh, um, really over-the-top uh, uh, campaign requests and contribution requests. He's gone on a, on, a, on a tirade attacking the Manhattan DA. And Trump. some Trump aides have convinced themselves and, and have spoken to the former president about this, that that pressure campaign may actually be having an effect and that the Manhattan DA may walk away from an indictment, may decide not to uh, indict the former president because of uh, of the of the pressure campaign Trump is is winning. We've seen this before. The Trump White House had convinced themselves that a uh, a Democratic House run by Nancy Pelosi. Americans in need of dental work can claim a five thousand four hundred dollar health voucher approved by Biden. If you're uh, might not indict him, that they, they thought at the time that they had turned some Democratic votes and that vote would go down. Uh, we know that didn't happen the first time uh, or the second time. Um, and, uh, you know, it's, it's, un, it's unlikely that he's, uh, his pressure campaign is having any effect on the Manhattan District Attorney's Office know. now either. Yeah, my, my head is spinning by all, <laughs> with all the things you just said, Michael. <laughs> I mean, I know Trump is embracing certain aspects of this. And Secret Service, who will most likely want to avoid um, a, a massive scene. And the other kind of wild thing here is, is that he's been launched a very big pressure campaign. You showed some of those uh, um, really over-the-top uh, uh, campaign requests and contribution requests. He's gone on a, on, a, on a tirade attacking the Manhattan DA. And Trump. some Trump aides have convinced themselves and, and have spoken to the former president about this, that that pressure campaign may actually be having an effect and that the Manhattan DA may walk away from an indictment, may decide not to uh, indict 
the former president because of uh, of, of, the, of the pressure campaign Trump is is winning. We've seen this before. The Trump White House had convinced themselves that a uh, a Democratic House run by Nancy Pelosi uh, might not indict him. That they they thought at the time that they had turned some Democratic votes and that vote would go down. Uh, we know that didn't happen the first time uh, or the second time. Um, and uh, you know it's it's un, it's unlikely that he's uh, his pressure campaign is having any effect on the Manhattan District Attorney's Office now either. Yeah, my, my head is spinning by all with all the things you just said, Michael. I mean, I know Trump is embracing certain aspects of this potential indictment, but it, it, it you know, your reporting indicates that there is actual fear in, in Trump land. And I wonder if you could take us back to the, the, the fear that he felt, I think it was in 1973, what? about being arrested after the first criminal investigation into um, the, the DOJ's investigation into the, the Trump Trump and Trump and their uh, potential suit for housing discrimination. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there, there are a couple things are, are true here. One is is Trump is 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 trying to move this legal fight uh, in Manhattan and onto a political uh, battlefield so that uh, so that he can um, you know f- find a way to leverage this for his campaign uh, moving forward uh, and to mitigate as much damage as possible. But let's not kill ourselves here. Donald Trump does not want to be arrested. He does not. So while on the one hand, I think it's fair to say that he really doesn't want to be arrested, like that's bluster. I think what he's doing is he understands that if it's going to happen, I want to make it as violent and as wild and as big of a spectacle as possible. Because if it is one, it might discourage me ultimately going down. But even if it doesn't, even if that doesn't have an effect either way on the decision of a judge or jury or prosecutor, it will help me raise money. It'll make, give me a lot of attention. It'll probably help me, not in the general polling, but in the polling within my own party. It'll help me crush Ron DeSantis as the party rallies around me and ignores him. The, the point is, he wants that. But this judge in the Carroll case is rejecting it because, again, this call is really only going to create violence. And we saw Donald Trump make a direct violent call again today. But watch this clip first. More perspective now from two journalists who closely follow Trump world, CNN's Caitlin Collins and CNN political analyst Maggie Haberman, who is also the New York Times senior political correspondent. Uh, No one covers Trump better than you two. So thanks for your time tonight. I'm going to start with some of your reporting, uh, Maggie, that Trump is literally preparing for his perp walk. He's actually fixated on the idea of being paraded out by authorities. Take us inside. Sure. So Trump is posturing a, you know, a strong stance, right? I'm not afraid. He's trying to project strength. He's trying to look as if he is not worried about what is coming. Now, according to people who know him very well, he has spent decades concerned about the prospect of being arrested, literally decades. And so it's hard to imagine that, uh, you know, this is all reality, but he is basically embracing the idea of where this is going to go. And as we've seen over time, when the Access Hollywood tape came out in 2016, he went downstairs outside of Trump Tower and immersed himself in a crowd of his supporters. Uh, He has repeatedly try to show that he is not experiencing shame or hiding in any way. And I think you're going to see that. What exactly that looks like if he's indicted, which, you know, all indications are that it's likely to happen, we don't know because we don't know what this arraignment will look like. This, he will be the most famous uh, defendant to be entering 180 Center Street. It could happen a number of ways, but I think he will want to make sure that he is seen somehow. Um, he, as we know, he loves a show, right? He wants a spectacle. Um, But given all the security around it, as Maggie points out, the historic nature, if this happens, he may not get get that spectacle. Yeah, 
it remains to be seen what this actually looks like. I do think that they know that this image of him walking in, if that is what it ultimately leads to when he surrenders himself, if, if this indictment comes down, will be this indelible image. It will be played over and over again. I think that's why they want to project strength in that. I, I still think they, and by they I mean Trump's legal team and his allies, don't think the merits of this case are going to be very strong, that it ultimately will be very damaging to him. But it is something that has really bothered him. This case especially, not just because of the merits, but because it's about Stormy Daniels. Correct. And this has been something that, as both of you know very well, it incredibly bothered the First Lady, Melania Trump, when Trump was in the White House and the story was in the headlines every <laughs> single day. It was a huge issue during the campaign because of just the sensitivity of the nature of it. And so I think that's a big part of why it is something that has bothered him so much. I do think they are thinking of how to translate those images of if it is him walking into the courthouse, what that's going to look like. As Kristen was noting, they've debated give him giving a speech after. It remains to be seen what he ultimately what he does and what that looks like, but it, it is it, a very sensitive case for it, them. It, it is, it is, you're right. It is personally very sensitive for him. I think that for his aides, they look at it as the investigation of the four that he is facing. That's four criminal investigations, one in Georgia, two Justice Department investigations that have sort of merged into one, and this one... This is the one they are. They say they are the least worried about. The reality is that I'm not sure how much his political advisors actually have their hands around what this looks like. So again, like the spectacle, the, the desire for like for blood and violence is something that judges are worried about. Last warning: If you do not get your twenty-one thousand nine hundred dollars in health benefits this week, pay close attention. Oh. And this is why Carol scored a big win today. Again, it's, 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 it's something I've never seen. A judge is effectively ruling in their own case based on Donald Trump's conduct in a totally separate case. Right? And it's because of that, what, we, what I just showed you, but also what Trump said earlier today when he said, um, after attacking Bragg, he's 60 minutes later, he said, everybody knows I'm 100% innocent, including Bragg, but he doesn't care. He is just carrying out the plans of the radical left lunatics. Our country is being destroyed as they tell us to be peaceful. Trump's rejections of those calling for calm, they tell us to be peaceful, comes as political tensions remain high in the country. A number of Trump allies have called for Americans to remain peaceful. So even, even Rudy Giuliani is like, remain peaceful. And Trump is like, they, 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 they destroy us and then they demand we be peaceful. And Trump isn't explicitly saying I demand violence there. But what he's saying is, is it's unreasonable for people to expect my mob to be peaceful. It's echoes of J6, remember? When everyone was getting on the phone with him and they were like, you gotta, you gotta fix this, you SOB. You gotta fix this now. They're here because of you. And he would say, well, maybe they're right to be mad. You know? Maybe, huh. maybe they got a point. And that's what he's doing there. And this is where the judge in the Carroll case came in. Now, this is big for two reasons. One, yet again, guys, Donald Trump was in court trying to get this case thrown out or delayed or whatever. And it didn't work. And as a result of that, he's going to lose millions off the bat because to run this case is going to cost him untold amounts of money and legal fees. And I'm pretty sure he's going to lose at the top. But, you know, just by the case going forward, he's going to lose a substantial sum of money. But he also lost out on the ability to make this trial a spectacle because he gets an anonymous jury now. There was a debate about whether the judge was going to make the jury anonymous and basically put the case under a big shadow. And the reason they ultimately decided in favor of an anonymity 
was how Donald Trump has been acting. And it says here, Mr. Trump's quite recent reaction to what he perceives as an imminent threat of indictment by a grand jury sitting virtually next door to this court was to encourage protest and urge people to take the country back. The reaction reportedly has been perceived to some as incitement to violence. And it bears mention that Mr. Trump repeatedly has attacked courts, judges, various law enforcement officials, and other public officials, and even individual jurors in other matters. In addition to Mr. Trump's password and actions together with perceptions of them by many people, it is highly relevant that this case already has been the subject of widespread media coverage. And it notes that it's going to get more intense. And as a result, as a result of Donald Trump's actions, the threats, all of that, the judge is making the jury anonymous. And that is big. He's losing millions because the case is going forward and he can't even have a spectacle here like he wants in other cases. Donald Trump is losing so badly in the DA case. He's behaving so poorly that it just cost him a major legal defeat in a totally different case. Never seen anything like it. Good job, Christo. Anyway, um, let's pull up. I get asked all the time, Dr. Paris, what food should Trump I eat to heal my arthritis? Well, case, what's more importantly... Okay, um, my comments are... Terrorist and thief. And... Diaper Don supporters need to see him paraded in front of a fucking camera in handcuffs before he gets to jail forever. Just saying... And, and have spoken to the former president about this, that that pressure campaign may actually be having an effect and that the Manhattan DA may walk away from an indictment, may decide not to uh, indict the former president because of, uh, of, the, of the pressure campaign Trump is, is weighing. We've seen talking to people about um, about the hush money in the last couple of days has led directly to the judge before massive victory over old Donnie in her defamation case. And as a result, Trump has not only instantly lost millions of dollars and we'll get into that, but she has a major piece of leverage she never had before. And it's all because of things happening beyond that case. It's very weird, right? There hasn't actually been any new developments, any new pieces of evidence, any new witnesses in that case, but what's been happening is that the way Donald Trump and his movement have been behaving in the Alvin Bragg case, in the DA case, about the hush money in the last couple days has led directly to the judge ruling against Trump in this other case. And we're going to get to that because it is one of the biggest, most expensive losses Trump ever took. And the man is already hurting for money, at least in a personal sense. And again, this is connected, guys, nah. to the fact that Donald Trump wants to make a spectacle out of everything. He wants to encourage violence and also make a spectacle, spectacle of his of legal yourself. challenges. And the judge is sick and tired of that BS. Let's watch this to set, set, you know, set the stage about for this spectacle. Time. Could about time. illustrate to us or just retell what kind of magical thinking 
are we talking about in Trump world as it pertains to this indictment? Yeah, there's a, a couple things here. One is um, uh, we, we've talked to several people who have spoken to um, the former president who say he is um, he's become fixated on an idea of a perp walk. This is the tradition that uh, detectives and and, uh, and 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 police reporters in New York City are, are uh, very familiar with of uh, the newly arrested being walked past a, a gaggle of reporters and news cameras. Um, and 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 Trump has been kind of captivated by this idea talking to people about, um, you know, if he's going to have a perp walk and, and whether he would uh, smile for the cameras, how that kind of thing might, uh, uh, you know, play with the American public. You know, has left several people thinking that um, that he sees this as a as, as, as kind of a fun thing to do uh, and certainly an opportunity here uh, for to, to make a political statement. What he's sort of thinking here is um, that, uh, you know, anything to project strength and confidence. He doesn't want to be seen as, as slinking away in shame uh, if he's a arrested. Uh, but the truth is, he probably most likely will not have a perp walk. That sort of thing will be, uh, if he is arrested, uh, uh, that sort of thing will be negotiated by law enforcement and Secret Service, who will most likely want to avoid um, a, a massive scene. And the other kind of wild thing here is, is that he's been launched a very big pressure campaign. You showed some of those uh, um, really over-the-top uh, uh, campaign requests, the contribution requests. He's gone on a, on, a, on a tirade attacking the Manhattan DA. And Trump, some Trump aides have convinced themselves and, and have spoken to the former president about this, that that pressure campaign may actually be having an effect and that the Manhattan DA may walk away from an indictment, may decide not to uh, indict the former president because of uh, of the of the pressure campaign Trump is is weighing. We've seen this before. The Trump White House had convinced themselves that a uh, a Democratic House run by Nancy Pelosi uh, might not indict him. That they they thought at the time that they had turned some Democratic votes and that vote would go down. Uh, we know that didn't happen the first time uh, or the second time. Um, and uh, you know it's it's un, it's unlikely that he's uh, his pressure campaign is having any effect on the Manhattan District Attorney's Office now either. Yeah, my, my head is spinning by all with all the things you just said, Michael. I mean, I know Trump is embracing certain aspects of this potential indictment, but if it, 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 you know, your reporting indicates that there is actual fear in in Trump land, and I wonder if you could take us back to the 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 fear that he felt. I think it was in 1973 about being arrested after the first criminal investigation into um the, the DOJ's investigation into the the Trump. Trump and Trump and their uh, potential suit for housing discrimination. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there, there are a couple things are, are true here. One is is Trump is 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 trying to move this legal fight uh, in Manhattan and onto a political uh, battlefield so that uh, so that he can um, you know f find a way to leverage this for his campaign uh, moving forward uh, and to mitigate as much damage as possible. But let's not kill ourselves here. Donald Trump does not want to be arrested. He does not. So while on the one hand, I think it's fair to say that he really doesn't want to be arrested, like that's bluster. I think what he's doing is he understands that if it's gonna happen, I want to make it as violent and as wild and as big of a spectacle as possible, because if it is one, it might discourage me ultimately going down. But even if it doesn't, even if that doesn't have an effect either way on the decision of a judge or jury or prosecutor, it will help me raise money. It'll make give me a lot of attention. It'll probably help me, not in the general polling, 
But in the polling within my own party, it'll help me crush Ron DeSantis as the party rallies around me and ignores him. The, the point is, he wants that. But this judge in the Carroll case is rejecting it because, again, this call is really only going to create violence. And we saw Donald Trump make a direct violent call again today. But watch this clip first. More perspective now from two journalists who closely follow Trump world, CNN's Caitlin Collins and CNN political analyst Maggie Haberman, who is also the New York Times senior political correspondent. Uh, no one covers Trump better than you two. So thanks for your time tonight. I'm going to start with some of your reporting, uh, Maggie, that Trump is literally preparing for his perp walk. He's actually fixated on the idea of being paraded out by authorities. Take us inside. Sure. So Trump is posturing a, you know, a strong stance, right? I, I'm not afraid. He's trying to project strength. He's trying to look as if he is not worried about what is coming. Now, according to people who know him very well, he has spent decades concerned about the prospect of being arrested, literally decades. And so it's hard to imagine that, uh, you know, this is all reality, but he is basically embracing the idea of where this is going to go. And as we've seen over time, when the Access Hollywood tape came out in 2016, he went downstairs outside of Trump Tower and immersed himself in a crowd of his supporters. Uh, he has repeatedly try to show that he is not experiencing shame or hiding in any way. And I think you're going to see that. What exactly that looks like if he's indicted, which, you know, all indications are that it's likely to happen, we don't know because we don't know what this arraignment will look like. This, he will be the most famous uh, defendant to be entering 100 or 80 Center Street. It could happen a number of ways, but I think he will want to make sure that he is seen somehow. Oh, as we know, he loves a show, right? He wants a spectacle. Um, but given all the security around it, as Maggie points out, the historic nature, if this happens, he may not get, might not get that spectacle. Yeah, it remains to be seen what this actually looks like. I do think that they know that this image of him walking in, if that is what it ultimately leads to when he surrenders himself, if this indictment comes down, will be this indelible image. It will be played over and over again. I think that's why they want to project strength in that. I still think they, and by they, I mean Trump's legal team and his allies, don't think the merits of this case are going to be very strong, that it ultimately will be very damaging to him. But it is something that has really bothered him. This case, especially, not just because of the merits, but because it's about Stormy Daniels. Correct. And this has been something that, as both of you know very well, it incredibly bothered the First Lady, Melania Trump, when Trump was in the White House and the story was in the headlines every single day. It was a huge issue during the campaign because of just the sensitivity of the nature of it. And so I think that's a big part of why it is something that has bothered him so much. I do think they are thinking of how to translate those images of if it is him walking into the courthouse and what that's going to look like. As Kristen was noting, they've debated give him giving a speech after. It remains to be seen what he ultimately, what he does and what that looks like, but... It, it is a very sensitive case for them. It, it, it is. It is. You're right. It is personally very sensitive for him. I think that for his aides, they look at it as the investigation of the four that he is facing. That's four criminal investigations, one in Georgia, two Justice Department investigations that have sort of merged into one. And this one, this is the one they are. They say they are the least worried about. The reality is that I'm not sure how much his political advisors actually have their hands around what this looks like. So again. Like the spectacle, the, the desire for like for blood and violence is something that judges are worried about. And this is why Carol scored a big win today. Again, it's, it, it's, it's something I've never seen. A judge is effectively ruling in their own case based on Donald Trump's conduct in a totally separate case. 
right? Awesome. And it's because of that, what, we, what I just showed you, but also what Trump said earlier today when he said, um, after attacking Bragg, he's 16 minutes later, he said, everybody knows I'm 100% innocent, including Bragg, but he doesn't care. He is lunatics. Our country is being destroyed as they tell us to be peaceful. Trump's rejections of those calling for calm, they tell us to be peaceful, comes as political tensions remain high in the country. A number of Trump allies have called for Americans to remain peaceful. So even even Rudy Giuliani is like, remain peaceful. And Trump is like, they, 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 they destroy us and then they demand we be peaceful. And Trump isn't explicitly saying I demand violence there. But what he's saying is, is it's unreasonable for people to expect my mob to be peaceful. It's echoes of J6, remember? When everyone was getting on the phone with him and they were like, you gotta, you gotta fix this, you SOB. You gotta fix this now. They're here because of you. And he would say, well... Maybe they're right to be mad. You know, maybe maybe they got a point. And that's what he's doing there. And this is where the judge in the Carroll case came in. Now, this is big for two reasons. One, yet again, guys, Donald Trump was in court trying to get this case thrown out or delayed or whatever. And it didn't work. And as a result of that, he's going to lose millions off the bat because to run this case is going to cost him untold amounts of money and legal fees. And I'm pretty sure he's going to lose at the top. But, you know, just by the case going forward, he's going to lose a substantial sum of money. But he also lost out on the ability to make this trial a spectacle because he gets an anonymous jury now. There was a debate about whether the judge was going to make the jury anonymous and basically put the case under a big shadow. And the reason they ultimately decided in favor of an anonymity was how Donald Trump has been acting. And it says here, Mr. Trump's quite recent reaction to what he perceives as an imminent threat of indictment by a grand jury sitting virtually next door to this court was to encourage protest and urge people to take the country back. The reaction reportedly has been perceived to some as incitement to violence. And it bears mention that Mr. Trump repeatedly has attacked courts, judges, various law enforcement officials, and other public officials, and even individual jurors in other matters. In addition to Mr. Trump's password and actions together with perceptions of them by many people, it is highly relevant that this case already has been the subject of widespread media coverage. And it notes that it's going to get more intense. And as a result, as a result of Donald Trump's actions, the threats, all of that, the judge is making the jury anonymous. And that is big. He's losing millions because the case is going forward and he can't even have a spectacle here like he wants in other cases. Donald Trump is losing so badly in the DA case. He's behaving so poorly that it just cost him a major legal defeat in a totally different case. Never seen anything like it. Super duper. Yeah. What a burn, what a cut. Stick your finger up your butts. For the pussy grabber in thief! Exclamation point. With, uh... Huh. 
You can get past the sensors. Use money signs. Exclamation point. to not make a spectacle out of himself. Since he, uh, my video. Twenty wants uh, the name for that. <laughs> no, if it's what, if Prez. Christopher Prez. For Prez. Thanks for. Exclamation points. Okay, so here's here's what it says. What a burn, what a cut for the ex-pussy grabber and thief grab your popcorn. Folks, things are starting to get really fun around here. I think that since he wants to make a spectacle of himself and sees it as a sign of weakness to say... To say... 
do this arrangement by video, LOL, then you wouldn't get to incite another effing insurrection now, would he? Think, fools. Uh, laughing emoji. If it's not what Diaper Don wants, then that's what I want. <laughs> Comma, the opposite of what he wants. Exclamation point. We must stand for democracy. Welcome, America. Exclamation point. That was my dog that just farted. Okay, select all. Copy. Alright. Alright. And I'm going to... Oh. Um, right, so yes, thanks for 83 or 84k, <clears throat> that's, that's great, mm -hmm. I'm going to really celebrate when I get to 100k, so share my shit, and also uh, go to everybody, subscribe, tell, share that with, you, you don't, don't bother if you're going to do one one thing to help out the pro-democracy movement today. Subscribe to Midas Touch. And if you've already done that, then um, share that with all your social media. They're almost at a million subscribers. Doing March for a million subscribers. They've got 977 last I checked. <laughs> Anyway, I'm a Midas Touch producer, by the way. Very proud Midas Touch producer. I've been asking them to put me on the list of affiliated podcasts like Politics Gal. Politics AF. I'll be right before Politics Gal. No, no, no. She, she's I am Politics Gal. No, it's her show is Politics Gal. So, but mine's hashtag Politics AF. So maybe that would be first. Ha <laughs> ha. On the list. Oh, yeah. I'm putting on top of the list for a month. 
I guess uh, 50,000 subscribers in a month, probably. <clears throat> anyway, um, that would be great. And we'll see what's going on. I podcast 24-7, by the way, even when I'm sleeping. I got it set up so that uh, uh, my my um, ideal day is podcasting twenty four hours a day, like uh, on the hour. That would be my ideal on two podcasts. But I kind of I've been um, I need to rest my uh, I need to uh, you know my wrist. I sprained my wrist campaigning for governor. And uh, what? Almost a year later, it's just like, kind of like getting better. And uh, it's still a little bit sore. Um but, uh, yeah, I, I campaign pretty hard every day for Prez. I'm running for three political positions at once. Why don't you use the microphone just there? Yeah. Get used to it. <laughs> anyway, where was I? Yeah, um... If you hadn't noticed, my comedic tool is to have conversations with my alter ego, which, or my ego, I consider it like between my id and my ego. Well, there's super, super ego as well. It's mainly between my, um, hmm. I would say, well, between my ego and my id's conversation. <laughs> I think it's a good title. <laughs> I'm having babies all over the place, man. <laughs> put it my eye <clears throat> so anyway where, where was I so yeah um modest touch got the mouse everything that's tiny d witness exposed um, <laughs> well, that's fun. Ron, death sentence, finally gets exposed in disaster interview on live TV. Great. 15 minutes ago. Your best fit starts and, you here. Know, Take Rhonda to the next level with our can go fuck herself. Well, folks, last week, Rhonda sent this little tiny D on Tucker Carlson and staked out his position on Ukraine. 
And today we find out <laughs> yeah, it's actually that. worse than what we thought. <laughs> he went on Tucker Carlson's show. I like to call him Ivan Carlson because he's such a Russian sycophant. You mean fucker. He fuck uh, went on to say that, well, right. helping Ukraine is not in our, our interests. So it's just not that big a deal to us. We shouldn't be involved. We shouldn't be helping Ukraine. (laughs) Yada, yada, yada. DeSantis is adamantly opposed to the position that most Republicans in Washington have taken on Ukraine. DeSantis is not a neocon. Who knew? Quote, while the U.S. has many vital national interests, DeSantis writes, securing our borders, addressing the crisis of readiness within our military, achieving energy security and independence, and checking the economic, cultural, and military power of the Chinese Communist Party, Becoming further entangled in a territorial dispute between Ukraine and Russia is not one of them. Well, that immediately drew fire from everybody but Marjorie Trader Greene and the rest of those Russian suck-ups. Everybody else in the Republican Party was screaming at DeSantis saying, you are weak if you say that. You can't do that. You can't say that. Uh, you know, you Lindsey Graham, little little Marco Rubio, and all those guys were telling him, you can't say that, we can't support you if you say that. So, Tiny D goes on Piers Morgan yesterday. And he tells Piers Morgan that, uh, well, Putin's a war criminal. There is a move now to hold him accountable for war crimes, bombing maternity hospitals, and genocidal activity in parts of Ukraine wiping out whole cities, Maribel and others. Would you support that? I mean, I think he is a war criminal. This ICC, we have not uh, done that in the United States because we're concerned about our soldiers or people uh, being brought under it. But I do think that, that he should be held accountable. Yeah, it switches, switches like a weather vane. Immediately switches like a weather vane, blowing the other direction. But he can't help himself. I mean, he, say, he, he says... Well, the, the, the invasion in 2014 was wrong, shouldn't have happened, pol- and that the uh, invasion of... He stole my policy idea, that's what I've been saying ever since. Ever since Russia invaded, or Putin, it's not Russia, Putin, one person invaded Ukraine, and he should be indicted as a war criminal. He's with me. Blow it out your arse. Russia. 20, you know, two years last year shouldn't have happened. Uh, it was wrong. And that uh, Russia, you know, Ukraine shouldn't have to give up territory to Russia. But he can't help himself. He can't help himself. He immediately flip-flops and starts giving Putin's uh, propaganda, his talking. But there, you know, there's a lot of, a lot of, a lot of Russians that live in the Crimea and the Donbass where they're fighting. And, and you know, Russia has had it. And Piers Morgan looks at him, just goes white, and his eyes get big, and Ron DeSantis, uh, you know, realizes what he's doing. And then he turns around and flip-flop, flip-flops again, goes back the other direction. But no, it's not right. It's not right. He, they shouldn't have invaded. They, they just shouldn't have invaded. It's not right. But I guess the taste of truth tastes bad in his mouth because then he flip-flops again and says, well, the Russians have shown that they can't defeat Ukraine. I mean, this is how stupid he is. They've, they've shown that they cannot defeat Ukraine, that, that, that they're no threat to NATO, and, and therefore just really should not be, it's not in our interest to be involved. We shouldn't be involved in this any further at all. 
abandoning Ukraine, back to his original position of abandoning Ukraine. Folks, you know, I don't know if you've been following what's going on over there, but Russia came this close, this close to defeating Ukraine. They were on the outskirts of Kiev. They were. They've been able to fight Russia back because NATO is behind them, because NATO is replenishing their, their, their ammunition, because NATO is replenishing their tanks. NATO is giving them advanced artillery. NATO is, is giving them advanced tanks. They're giving them advanced anti-aircraft systems. Ukraine survives because we are behind them. And Tiny D can't help himself. He can't help himself. He wants to abandon Ukraine and suck up to Putin so damn bad. But he just can't. And that's why it's so important that these indictments happen. Because that's what's happened, folks. Really. It's not the pressure from, you know, little Marco Rubio and, 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 and Miss Lindsay. That, that's not what's turning DeSantis around. What's turning DeSantis around is the wind shift. When Putin was indicted at The Hague for war crimes, for stealing children, that hit too close to home. Hmm. You know, DeSantis doesn't want to wear that tag. You know, he doesn't want to be smeared the same way Trump is with, you know, Trump and his stealing children at our own southern border. He wants to say, stay far, far away from that. And believe me, had Putin not been indicted, had arrest warrants not been issued for Putin in the International Court of Justice at The Hague, DeSantis today would be supporting abandoning Ukraine. He's not fit for office, folks. He is not fit for office. He doesn't even have the spine to stand up and defend his own positions. He doesn't. He just turns like a weather vane, whichever way the wind's blowing, but if he has power, if, if, if somehow, like a bunch of morons, we let that guy get power, like he has in Florida, he will do the awful things that you believe he will do. <sighs> he can't even help himself in a discussion. He keeps him hawing back and forth. You know, he can't just keep on saying, yeah, Putin's wrong. We need to get, you know, we need to get them out of, out of Ukraine. That's it. That's simple. And that's the end of it. No, he can't do it. He can't do it. He's got, he's, you know, he, he knows he's going to be a Russian sycophant. He knows he's going to bend over for Putin. And he can't hold it in. Bend over for Putin. I mean, not only is he a freaking political wither, weather vane, but he's a bad one. He's unfit for office. He is unfit for office. Thought of a he thing. cannot recognize our national agency. He just can't. He's unfit for office. Don't say gay. Bend over for Putin. But don't say gay. An election deniers got denied election. Bend over for Putin. <laughs> Ocean Point, LOL, but don't say gay.
哈哈哈哈。Hey, DeSantis. Hashtag DeSantis. Let's see if he sees it. DeSantis. Gay, 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 gay. <laughs> Comedy Central. Netflix is a joke. Midas Touch. Time for prison. I need to that's good enough. Jojo left his home in Tucson, Arizona for some California grass. Get back, get back, get back to where you once belong. Get back, Jojo. <laughs> Go home. I've got chickies coming out me arse almost literally. Okay, so I'm going to tweet that. Um, Trump in panic. Uh, live Michael Cohen Trump indictment watch and Jack Smith makes big moves. Stream 42 minutes ago. Why aren't you investing in real estate? 
Seriously. No, why aren't what you, you investing in real estate, man? Welcome to the political nice. beatdown yeah. with Michael like Cohen. Like it, like it, like it. And my zealous. We have a lot to discuss today. We are still on indictment watch here at the Midas <laughs> Touch Network. The Manhattan <laughs> Grand Jury will not be meeting today from the reporting we heard earlier in the day um, in connection with the Trump criminal investigation. So what is going on there? With politics, girl. Ex Smiley face. Politics, 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 girl. We like politics, politics. Politics, God. Modest. Such network as affiliated podcast. You just put me on your list with politics, girl. I am. We'll discuss as much as we can. Special counsel Jack Smith is continuing to make major progress in the federal criminal investigation into Donald Trump's various crimes and secured a major court victory against Donald Trump's lawyer Evan week on Friday based on a finding of a crime fraud exception and a finding by the federal judge that Donald Trump was engaged in a criminal scheme and was using his lawyer Evan Corcoran in furtherance of that criminal scheme and the Court of Appeals upheld that as well. If you thought it wasn't possible for Donald Trump's posts to get even more deranged, well, think again. Some of his new posts are just so vile and so disgusting it is just tragically embarrassing that the republican party has become a cult that supports this madness and speaking of the republican yeah. cult that supports this Fuck madness this uh, today as we are live they are holding a hearing where they are just supporting you know no restrictions on weapons of war they're attacking the atf and again, the MAGA Republicans oh, hold these hearings, and it backfires once again. We'll discuss this some more, but we got Michael Cohen for you all. Cohen, how are you doing? Uh, I'm trying to hold up. I'd like to say that this is easy, but it's not. It's a sad reminder of, unfortunately, where our country is at right now, um, politically, as well as um socially it's it's we're, we're in a bad place uh my brigaders we we really are and i have to tell you the um amount of pressure that donald trump and his team intend on exerting against me is very similar it's eerily similar 
to what they did during the very first part of my case, right after you know the raid and when I ultimately pled, uh, based upon the pressure that was being put on me by government. Then, of course, let's not forget the unconstitutional remand and the amount of pressure that government was putting on the Bureau of Prisons and the Department of Corrections, one to grab me and two to keep me. And then now again, here we are. But the saddest thing is, while this pressure is enormous, and I don't wish this on anybody, this is absolutely nothing compared to the Needed. playbook that Donald is going to use and the amount of 